Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is a program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Friends, you are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru here in South Australia, and I'm the minister to Meron's Park Seventh Adventist Church as well as Sinai Adventist Church Company. But I'm so delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener, wherever you're at, across the country, at home or at work, or you're still on the road. Friends, this is a wonderful opportunity to be on the radio, and we believe that you have turned into the right station. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Now the theme for this week has been a dummy's guide to prophecy. Now you may say to yourself, well, I've heard something along those lines. Yes, there are a number of books which have been written with the title that goes like a dummy's fall and then something, something. And so we thought, hey, why not get to the basics of prophecy? And so a dummy's guide to prophecy. And the topics, uh, the topic for today in particular is, does God care for bad Kings. Once again, we are coming back to the book of Daniel, which has been introduced by uh, other presenters uh, during this week. And so this is a wonderful opportunity once again to go back to the basics. But today we have a wonderful uh, presenter and um, uh, she's no stranger to the radio uh, landscape. And uh, this is Lindy Sparing. Welcome, Lindy. How are you? Hey, Pastor Fabiano. What a pleasure to be here. Well, it's, it is truly uh, a blessing and a wonderful uh, opportunity to be able to share with people across the country. Um, and uh, it is exciting because, you know, knowing that there are people listening, you know, all over uh, the nation, it's thrilling. And at the same time, <laughs> how does it make you feel? It can be a bit overawing. And when right. Pastor Gary asked me and said, this is something about prophecy for dummies, uh-huh. I thought, is he talking about me? <laughs> I wasn't sure, but I'm very, very keen to talk about this bad hmm. king. All right, this bad king, right. So you're already giving us hints as to where we're heading. Well, friends, um, yeah, sometimes, yeah, it'll be really good to know that there are people listening, um, you know, across the country. And um, it really does encourage us. I know that Lindy says, hey, sometimes it can be overwhelming, but, but it's exciting knowing that surely there is someone listening uh, at the end of the line. So if you would like to uh, just... Um, uh, encourage Lindy just by saying hi on the radio or even uh, letting us know where you're listening from so we know that we are among companies here, um, in the midst of company I meant to say, please uh, you know, send us a text message uh, to the number 04811 sorry, 04-888-11 <laughs> and friends, Ah, oh, today we've got a wonderful free giveaway, but I'll let you know how to get that soon. So please do stay with us. And while we are still, uh, talking about, um, uh, the idea that there are people listening across the country, you know that you can actually go to faithfm.com.au and you'll be able to listen to various other programs as well as listen to, uh, uh, the previous recordings of, uh, you know, of this, uh, uh, draft time program. And not only that, well, Technology has made things better these days. You can also, on your phone, get the Faith FM app. That will be exciting because, hey, if you're like me, sometimes when I'm driving from up north to the southern sides of Adelaide, sometimes, you know, the, the frequency isn't that great. And um, so being able to just tune in uh, from the mobile, that is a wonderful experience. Obviously, you must have enough data, obviously, but uh, it is good nevertheless. Now, let's come to something which I read, which kind of caught my attention. And uh, obviously, these days, everything is all about AI, you know, artificial intelligence. And uh, I wonder, um, you know, why this is uh, booming. But hey, I think as human beings, we are always uh, wanting something uh, that is exciting, something that can kind of, I guess, uh, uh, make us uh, uh, appear more smarter uh, than we are already, maybe. But uh, here is the title. Uh, AI is now being used for Bible translation. Fantastic. That's quite interesting. 6,000 languages don't have a copy uh, of scripture. And 
That is quite sad. Um, so if this tool can be used to translate the Bible, what are your thoughts of that, uh, Lindy? Well, you think back in the old days when we had men and women committed to taking the Bible and translating into another language, the hours that they spent, the commitment mm. that they spent. And obviously some of them would have been very familiar with the language. So I've got to be honest, Pastor Fabiano, I don't like AI. I think it takes away from creativity. Right. I think it, I think it assumes too many things. Uh-huh. And look, I hope that these translations are fantastic, mm. but I'd like to think that somebody in yes. the community of that language goes through it and edits it very carefully. That's right. Because a machine just can't always get it right. Yeah, now you're right. And that was exactly what I thought of as well. I said, hmm, is it getting the Greek and the Hebrew nuances and the senses correct? Really? That's right. Uh, well, I mean, okay, well, having a tool that can assist, that's a really good thing. Yes. I mean, 6,000 languages uh, that don't have a copy of scripture, that, that is quite sad because we believe the gospel is transformative. It is the good news. Uh, yes, if this tool can use, can be used, um, that's great. But <laughs> 6,000 languages not, not having heard the Bible in their mm. own language. That's an incredible amount across yeah. the world, isn't it? That's right. That's right. And, and scripture does say, and these are in fact are the words of Christ that, you know, the good news of the kingdom, you know, must be preached to the whole world before uh, the end, before comes. the end comes. That's right. Uh, and so, yes, artificial in- intelligence. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm in the same boat with you there. Um, there are some things I think we need to be careful of. Even Elon Musk, uh, who's at the forefront of technology, uh, also has expressed some concerns. So uh, my prayer is that truly that this tool, um, yes, will be used uh, for good. But when it comes to Bible translation, I do pray as well that there will be other people you know, double-checking uh, things uh, uh, because that is very, very important. Because here's the thing, uh, a good message can only be good if it is truthful and if it is... Um, uh, 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 yeah, if it is truthful, let me put it that way. Because here's the thing, I can only imagine, you know, one word alone can, you know, change an entire meaning of, you know, a phrase. And so, Absolutely. yeah. I yeah. know that some of my colleagues have talked about articles that they've got to write for our church magazine uh-huh. or something else. They go, oh, just, just put the topic in AI and it'll write <laughs> it for you. And I just, I just feel no, no. Yeah. I think it takes away from your thought mm. processes and, and God inspiring you yeah. to find things. That's and right. The way you share a little bit of yourself in That's an right. article as well. Yes, yes. So yes, you might use it for a bit of gathering of information, uh-huh, uh-huh. but don't let it write all your articles. Article, That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, that, I, I, I think I agree with you there. And uh, now talking about um, having, you know, assistance. Uh, you know, in life we need assistance as well. Yes. Uh, and uh, and uh, and there are times where we may not be doing so. Uh, we may not be doing well, and uh, and sometimes we may feel bad about ourselves. And uh, and God can come. You know, uh, and, and assist us in many ways. Um, and unlike artificial intelligence, God understands, you know, every heartbeat. He knows us so well. He knows the number of our hairs on our heads. And, um, God is, um, a personal friend. Yes. And in today's topic, uh, considering that, um, the topic, uh, is, uh, does God, it's, a, it's in a form of a question, does God care for bad kings? I wonder, uh, you know, what we're going to learn here. So we are, I, I'm excited and I'm looking forward to what you're about to share. Uh, all I know is that it's going to be somewhere in the book of Daniel. So I'm interested, uh, Lindy. And so I invite those who are listening as well to tune in. And once again, uh, you know, uh, just engage with us if you can. That would be very much appreciated. And also, don't forget, I do have a free giveaway. But please do stick around. I'll let you know how to get that free giveaway. But the number you need definitely is the number that uh, that I have announced uh, before. In fact, the number, maybe I should read it once, one more time, 0438808811. So keep that number. Soon I'll give you a code word, which you will, you will need to, uh, send to, uh, to that number and then we'll be able to, uh, uh, once again, um, post the free giveaway to you. So let's come to a song to begin with. And, uh, this is a song by, um, uh, uh, Christy and Keith, uh, 
Getty, Speak Oh Lord, a beautiful song. So immediately after the break, we'll be back. Do not go away. Enjoy this song. by the support of Adventist World Radio. Welcome back, friends. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghuru in the studio and our regular co-host, uh, Lindy Sparing. And Lindy has been on the radio program, actually, I mean, on the Faith FM uh, radio for a while now. And uh, she is the prayer ministry's director uh, for the South Australian Conference. And um, we are so thankful and grateful uh, to have her here come and share with us um, on this interesting topic, which is in the form of a question. Does God care for bad kings? Now, friends, um, yeah, recently we had a coronation, the coronation of King Philip, uh, which has brought some mixed feelings among people, some people rather, seeing that we've had a queen, that is Queen Elizabeth, for a long time. And I wonder, Lindy, are you about to talk about King Philip? Is he the bad king? 
No, we're not going to be talking about him, and right. it'll be remain to be seen as okay. to how he carries out his roles and duties. Mm. You know, when I grew up, we sang, you know, God Save the Queen, and we all looked forward. And I love that, that, that anthem, by the way. It's, That's it, right. It's a beautiful That's anthem. That's right. Mm. And we've, you know, here in Australia, we've, we've had great respect for Queen Elizabeth. Yes. But we're actually talking about a king from many, many years ago. Uh-huh. In fact, 627 to 539 BC. So oh, wow. we are talking about King Nebuchadnezzar. Uh-huh. Nebuchadnezzar. And right. he ruled for 43 years. I don't remember how long Queen Elizabeth ruled for, but I think it was well over 50 years. That's something to ask AI about. Yes, that's right. Or Dr. Google. Dr. Google. We're talking about this King, King Nebuchadnezzar, and his name Uh meant, O Nabu, watch over my heir, which is an unusual meaning for his name. He was the son of Nabo Palasa. Okay, interesting. Nabo Palasa and O Nabu, watch over my heir. So, Heir, I should say. So right. King Nebuchadnezzar ruled for about 43 years, and he really took uh, Babylon, he rebuilt it, uh, Pastor Fabiana. He completed and extended the fortifications that his father had begun. Right. And he was quite proud of this great achievement mm. that he had. Okay. So, you know, we talk about him, is he a good king or a uh-huh. bad king? Yeah, that, that's, that's the question, isn't it? It's a question people will have to answer for themselves. Right, right. Nebuchadnezzar. And interesting name. I mean, oh, Nebu, uh, watch over, what is it? Watch my over? Ear. My heir. Interesting. Ear. So it doesn't sound like uh, he was a worshiper of the true God. I, I, I guess we are yet to find out, right? Because Nebo, that sounds like uh, a heathen god, I guess. It it does, and it seems like his growing up years were he was surrounded by a lot of gods. Right, he believed in lots of different gods. Okay, okay, interesting. Well, that's yeah. Um, I guess uh, for some of us, we can understand that. Um, in that, uh, obviously, today there's not much emphasis on you know which god you're worshiping in today's society, but nevertheless, people are still spiritual in many ways, and uh, people are also, I guess, attached to many things. And I guess in the ancient world, um, well, you, yeah. I mean, worshipping a god or gods was a common thing. Mm. Well, he's known as a polytheist. Right. So he had this belief in lots of different gods. But what's really fascinating about King Nebuchadnezzar is the way he changes. Now, there is a question, Pastor Fabiano, was King Nebuchadnezzar God's instrument Uh against wrongdoers? Right. And I think we need to dig a little bit into the story of of these times. So in Babylon, uh-huh. he came against Judah. Right. He came against God's people, which eventually okay. led to the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem. Now, you and I know from the Bible yes. that this temple originally had been a place God wanted to dwell in with oh, yeah. his people. That's right. But he was long, he'd long since left the building. That's right. The people had turned away mm, from him. And yeah. they in themselves had leaders and kings that were not Right with okay. God, they were evil. Yes, and yes. so was King Nebuchadnezzar, God's instruments mm. instrument against wrongdoers. Yeah, that that's an interesting question, and um, I guess too we could ask, you know, can God use the supposedly bad people? That's right. Uh, that's quite interesting. So Judah, now you speak about Judah, and Judah is um, what well, in modern day Israel, right? And yes. uh, where we have um, uh, the uh, the Western world, the Western world, uh, there, uh, for those who are familiar with that, obviously there's been a number of, um, um, uh, uh, what do we call these, uh, things happen, happening there, I guess, uh, you know, Troubles, risk. Yeah, Troubles exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. And it is, a, it is an area where they suffer a lot. I yes. think what we have to recognize back in this time when this king Jehoiakim, he was a king. He was, he was listed in the Bible as an evil king. You can see it in second Kings. Yes. And he reigned for 11 years. Now he rebelled against the authority of King Nebuchadnezzar. So you're saying that he was a vessel of King Nebuchadnezzar? Yes, he was All a right. vessel and he rebelled against him. And and okay. God had told through his prophets 
that he would allow enemies to overtake and destroy Judah. Right. He'd spoken through the prophets earlier, but isn't it interesting how people, they won't listen mm. to the truth that God yeah. is showing them. And yeah. so he rebelled. So of course that uh-huh. got Nebuchadnezzar's back up All right. and he came and conquered and he destroyed the temple. Right. But he also did something else. He took away uh-huh. all the relics from the temple. Now you can just imagine yeah. if you look back in the Old Testament about right. the gold and the silver and the bronze uh-huh. and the timber and all the things that were made. Right. He took them all away for himself. But that wasn't a, I guess if you place yourself, um, you know, uh, uh, um, in those days, if you were there in those days, that's what every king did, right? If you, you conquered, conquered, you plundered and, you, you know, and took everything. So I, I wonder whether that rendered him to be a bad king, really. Well, that's right. Was uh-huh. he a bad king or a good king? And right. his power was felt not only in Babylon, but uh-huh. from Mediterranean to the Persian Gulf and from wow. Asia Minor to Egypt. Mm, People mm, knew mm. about this king. He, yeah. he wasn't just any sort of man. He must have had a fairly good upbringing. Right. He actually married a median princess. Okay, And she used to, um, like women can do, Pastor right, Fabiano, right. they can pine for their past lives. Oh, yes. And she missed some of the things from home. Uh-huh. And so he built the beautiful gardens for her. Oh, wow. So maybe he is a good king. Maybe he, he was, was so a good king. of his wife. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I think I've also read that... Um, you know, one of the wonders of the ancient worlds were in Babylon, the, you know, the hanging gardens of Babylon that That's he had right. built for his wife. So it sounds like he was a charming man. It sounds <laughs> like it, doesn't it? So is he a good king or a bad king? That's the question. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. So what else do we know about him? Uh-huh. Well, he was, you know, most kings have a motive. His was a, a combination of a lion and an eagle. Right. And so it was more often a lion with eagle's wings. So the lion's the king of the beasts, you okay. know, the big roar. And in the jungle, he was one of the biggest and most ferocious beasts. And uh-huh. uh, the eagle is a king of the birds, right. you know, massive, right. you know, wingspan. Mm. So a lion is noted for its strength and an eagle for its power okay. and range of flight. So King Nebuchadnezzar had not only had influence and prestige and power in Babylon, right. but in a large area as well. Wow. So was he a good king or was he a bad king? He was probably one of the greatest kings <laughs> That's right. the world may have ever seen. Well, I guess the only way to find out really is by looking at uh, some of his uh, uh, acts and you know things that he did. Um, yeah, and then I guess that's the only way we'll be able to find out. What does what does scripture have uh, have to say? Well, you know, we talked about him plundering the temple. Right. He not only plundered the temple, Pastor Fabiano. He actually gathered a lot of young men, uh-huh. men of you know that looked strong and healthy, and he okay. took them back to his kingdom. Right. Right. And he wanted them to spend three years learning his culture, the Chaldean language, and right. understanding. Understanding uh, what it meant to live in a royal palace and to live in that community. Okay. And so this is where things get really interesting mm. because some of the young men, we've, we know about them, Daniel. Yes, yes. Michelle. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, they, they're old names. They, they were okay. old names. There were some Hebrew names and there were some <laughs> new names that they were given. So That's right. I think, I think the new names were what? Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Abednego. Yeah. They were the new names that they okay. were given. Okay. And, you know, the King Nebuchadnezzar, he wanted these young men to, to conform and to be part of his mm. community. And he was going to spend those years changing them. Now, right. you think about the atmosphere they were in with the temptations, with the food and with their uh, lifestyle and all of that. But these four men remain faithful mm. in not choosing to um, partake of unhealthy foods and to do things that would mean partaking in worshipping his God. So right. they showed respect to him. But something amazing happened. He had this dream, this amazing dream. Right. And in that dream, he didn't understand it. He didn't mm-hmm. know about what it meant. And so okay. Daniel was able to help him to understand the dream. Okay. So... Obviously, I guess once again, uh, recounting the story sounds like, hey, he did what any other king would do, plunder this country, take the uh, best of the young men and, you know, get, give them an education. Uh, later on, he has a dream and hey, Daniel helps him. It doesn't sound so bad after all. 
Well, it doesn't, and Daniel was able to help him interpret the dream, and uh-huh. he actually made some comments when he found out what the dream meant. He fell on his face and commanded that they should, you know, present an offering and incense to Daniel, mm. and, you know, truly your God is a God of gods. So uh-huh. he still believed in all these gods, right. but because Daniel was able to interpret his dream and tell him something that resonated with him, it made sense to him, he was like, yes, your God's the best of the gods. That's, right, you know, right. He changed his attitude. Attitude, a little. A little. Okay. I guess that's where maybe things start getting interesting because here's the thing. Uh, you know, he's not a believer in the one true God. No. And, um, well, one may say, okay, well, him plundering the, um, uh, you know, the nation of, uh, of, uh, uh, Israel. But the southern part, uh, Judah, well, that's what every other king did. But still, there were people who were being hurt. There were people who uh, lost their uh, houses and all of that. So really, on one side, okay, well, you may say, well, that's what every other king did. But but in reality, though, there were a lot of people who were hurt. There were a lot of people who uh, uh, were deported from their homes. Well, deported maybe, in fact, it's not even the right word, but they were um, uh uh, evicted maybe uh, from their homes and now they were refugees and uh, and uh, you know some were prisoners really and so really the whole land of Judah is left uh, almost like almost desolate almost desolate and, there were and a few poorer exactly left and and you know that song by yeah. the rivers of Babylon oh yes we yes. sit down you know the people were sad exactly they, yes they're in this community and they may have had food and other things but they'd lost their homeland they'd mm. lost their intimate relationship with God They'd lost their their church, well, their temple right. pr- procedures and and influence, and everything was taken from them. Exactly. So, looking at it from you know a different angle, well, this was not a good thing. Plus, you took all the gold, you you took away the way their, their place of worship. That would have been Absolutely. very close to their heart. And I think you also you were very generous, Lindy. You left out one important point, which was that you know um, when he had this dream and um, his uh, so-called wise men could not help him remind him of the dream, which was a big thing to ask, as well as the interpretation. Well, he he was going to kill them all. Exactly, he was going to put them to death. Yes, yeah. I I didn't want to mention that terrible okay. thing because we're we're trying to decide: is he a good king? Or right. Bad? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wow, what a story. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, I guess, the question. Was he a good king or a bad king? Um, but, um, yeah, I guess there's two ways to look at it. Uh, but up to this point, one thing that I found quite interesting is that, well, when he realized that, uh, even though he worshipped many gods, when he realized that, hey, um, okay, my wise men could not help, my gods could not help, but there is this god that does not live with men, uh, whom this uh, foreigner, this uh, prisoner of war worships. Well, that's right. Um, well, and, and I guess this is um, an interesting thing about him, the fact that he was humble enough to acknowledge that, fine, your God is a very powerful God. Is yeah. Yes, yes, and hmm. he did. He did recognize that. He did recognize that, and I think that gave Daniel some, some favor, if you like, with right, the king, right. some influence. I mean, I think we have to recognize that really, King Nebuchadnezzar was not a man of God. Yeah. He probably was a bad king in so many ways. Yeah. But if you measure him by worldly standards and uh-huh. what he owned and what he built and what he conquered, right. you know, everyone would look up to him mm, and think he was mm, fantastic. Mm. Very accomplished. Interesting. All right. And so you've given us now the, a little bit of a background. So I guess now, we, you know, I, for those who are listening, myself included, we're thinking, okay, so... Was he a good king? Was he a bad king? Uh, what else da, does uh, scripture uh, has to say? Or what else does history tell us about this uh, this king? Well, we know that in Daniel 3, mm-hmm. and perhaps King Nebuchadnezzar got the idea right. to build this image of gold right. when his dream was made more clear to him. Right. Because he wanted this big image built. It was 60 cubits high. And six cubits wide. So, mm-hmm. and it was set up on a plain. So, a plain's a large area. Right. In the province of Babylon. Mm. And he sent word to everybody through the satraps and administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges. You think of all the people, yeah. the magistrates, <laughs> the and all kingdom. the officials mm. that they needed to come to the dedication of this image. Yes. Which he'd set up. Mm. So, they had to let all the people know. Right. That they needed to gather in this plane at a yes. certain time on a certain day. And then when they were commanded, 
You know what they were supposed to do. To fall down and worship, isn't it? To fall down and worship. Now, I don't yeah. know about you, but Pastor Fabiano, but if I was in this massive group with hundreds and hundreds of people, yeah. I might be tempted just mm. to avoid, you know, trouble. Right. Uh, humiliation, right. everybody looking at me, right. um, possibly dying. Yes, the because pressure. it mm. said, whoever does not fall down and worship shall right. be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. So that's now, where I, I have a problem. how you feel about this. Exactly. Now, this is where I have a problem, <laughs> Lindy, because, well, one, he wanted to uh, kill not only the wise men who could not help him, remind him the impossible thing of what he had dreamt and then give the interpretation, but even their families. And now we are hearing that he is... You know, forcing worship. So for me, I'm starting to think, mm, maybe not, not, uh, not so good after all. Because, be bad kings. exactly. Well, because, well, who has the right to force another person to worship in a certain way? I mean, today, they are say that, um, we are living now in the days whereby our freedoms are being challenged. Uh, freedom, freedom of speech, even freedom of uh, expression. Absolutely. Uh, I pray and hope that God will uh, be with, um, you know, our leaders to, 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 uh, to make the right decision. But I don't believe that a person should be forced to worship. I mean, we, we ought to, um, be given the right of, uh, uh, to exercise, you know, um, uh, what do we, what do we say? Our uh, own choice. Our, cho- our own choice, exactly. A so. A response, a love response exactly. to something rather exactly. than being, you know, coerced mm. and, um, pressured and bullied. Exactly. And threatened. That's right. With something terrible to happen to us. Exactly. If we don't do it. Exactly. So really every person ought to, um, in my, Believe every person ought to actually follow their conscience. Um, obviously, as a Christian, prayerfully, you know, following what God's will says. But but we should exercise freedom in that area as well. That's what and, I love about God, yeah, Pastor Fabiano. Exactly, He mm. gives us a choice. That's right. We can choose, and yeah. yet we have a society that's gradually moving towards yes. um, whether we we could be forced to worship in ways that we don't want to. Mm. Yeah, but so, we're getting off our topic of King Nebuchadnezzar and the exciting parts coming up now. All right, yeah. Well, okay, the exciting part. Well, may, yeah. Let's maybe introduce it a bit, but then we will need to come to a short break, uh, and then after that we can pick up from there and uh, draw out some lessons. Hmm. Yeah. So at the right time, there was a the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, and the lyre, and all kinds of music. All the peoples, nations, and languages fell down and worshipped the gold image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Wow. But. Uh-huh. There's a but. All right. There's a but. Uh-huh. And so some of the leaders, Chaldeans, came forward and accused the Jews, and they said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. See how uh-huh. they suck up to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the the, the music shall uh-huh. fall down and worship the gold image, and whoever right. does not fall shall be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, and they were saying there are certain Jews who you've set over the affairs of the province, and Uh I suspect they may have been a little bit jealous. Right. Yes. Of these young men. Uh huh. Um, have not paid regard to you, they said. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold image Mm. you've set up. So they've been dobbed in. Wow. Yeah. Not good. They're not in a good place. So I wonder, I wonder what happens after that. I don't know if this is something you want to talk to before we come to a break or after the break. We can have a break and then we can move into the next exciting part. All right. Well, dear friends, what an exciting story. And we are all, uh, trying to decide here whether Nebuchadnezzar was a good king or a bad king. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, feel free to share with us uh, on zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. That's the number you need. And uh, let's let's just take a short break. And uh, we want to, um, uh, yeah, immediately after the break, uh, resume from here. We want to find out exactly uh, what this king did, and, uh, and and hopefully be able to decide whether this was a good king or a bad king. But once again, I invite you to stay with us, come into a break, and we'll be right back shortly. It seems too good 
listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Friends, we are so uh, thankful and grateful that uh, we could actually be sharing this uh, wonderful story because I do believe that all of us can either um, be uh, uh, find ourselves on the good side of Nebuchadnezzar or maybe on not so good side of Nebuchadnezzar you know, because we all go through different uh, experiences and challenges in life. Um, and so I'm interested in the lessons that we are going to draw out of this. Was he a bad king and uh, does God care for um, bad kings or or, or even, to, uh, you know, for that matter, bad people? Um, but before we go any further, I do have this free giveaway and I'm interested seeing on seeing people texting and grabbing this free offer because this is uh, one of those books that really helps us understand the basics of prophecy, how to understand the Bible. Um, you know, you look at what's happening around the world. There's a lot of uncertainties. There's a lot of questions that have been asked. You know, there's a lot of political upheavals and, you know, global economy. Where is that heading? Oh, friends, this is the book decoding Bible prophecy 
by Ron Closet. And so I believe that if there's a book that you should have on prophecy and understanding uh, how to study and interpret and understand the world events, it, this is one of those books, Decoding Bible Prophecy. If you're interested, hey, we've got a num- we've got a, a lot to share with you. All you have to do is send the code word SA126 to us. That is SA, the abbreviated uh, SA for South Australia and the number 126. When, when you do, once you do that, the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply and ask for uh, the necessary details so we can actually uh, mail that out to you. So please, friends, uh, do not miss this wonderful opportunity. If you don't have it, well, you need it. The code word, once again, is SA126. So coming back to Lindy here, we had just, you know, uh, looked at uh, the life of Nebuchadnezzar and some of the things that he did. And um, we had just left off there with the threat to the three Hebrew boys who were not bowing down um, uh, to worship the uh, statue or the golden image there. Very um, brave, weren't they? Exactly. Very brave. That's right. So scripture says that, well, what ended up happening to them? Well, it's not a very nice story. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, right? So we know that he had this um, burning, fiery furnace. Yeah. And it seems clear from Scripture that even those who were working near this fiery furnace uh-huh. uh, were, were killed as they got closer to it. And wow. so these three young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, were put into this furnace. They were ah, thrown into thrown this into furnace. Mm. And, but he also spoke before they were thrown in to heat it seven times more than it was usually heated. Whoa. So it may have taken a while. So you mm. imagine standing by mm. knowing that he's heating it to the, you know, so, so hot. And yeah. then when he's got it as hot as he wants it, guess what? You're, you're going to be cast into there. Yeah. And yeah. so they were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans and their other garments and they were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Mm. And so what happened? Yeah. Well, we know that God intervened. Um, yes. But, you know, but I guess, we, we, you know, we've been trying to ask the question whether he was good or bad. I guess up to this point, just for me, he was not so good. Um, but, but definitely there were maybe a, a few other things definitely that he did which were fantastic, like putting the foreigners into, uh, uh, into school and giving them an education. Yes. So, but I wonder then, um, because really, uh, uh, this is what I'm interested in, uh, Lindy. Does God care for people like Nebuchadnezzar? Look, I think I think He does, and I think as you can look through. So, what happens? Of course, the three men are they thrown into the fiery furnace, and then the king's like, "Hold, hold on, hold on! Didn't we throw three, three? people in there?" Right. But look. I can see four men walking around in there. Right, like, right. can you believe it? Mm. And again, Nebuchadnezzar is, is, is shown the power of, of this God, God mm. this God that he doesn't really know right. because he has so many gods. Uh-huh. And he goes up near the mouth. Uh-huh. Um, he wouldn't have gone too close. I don't think. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. he calls out to them. He says, <laughs> come, you know, out. come out, come yeah. out. And he, he just can't believe. Right. That they've been saved. And again, he says, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Mm. who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. Wow. And so, you know, here he is again and again recognizing that there's this God. So it's the second time in Scripture. Right. But it doesn't seem to stick with him for too long. No, (laughs) no. But but, but what I find interesting, though, is that God does not give up. And I'm pretty sure... um, he probably, you know, God probably now, you know, found another way to, to, to bring him along to his side, right? Well, he did through, you know, he had another dream, Daniel right. interpreted it. Right. And then he had a very humiliating time, the Bible talks about, where, um, he'd been walking around and, and I can just imagine him. He's like, you know, look, isn't this wonderful what I've done? I've built this mighty city. I've built this amazing mm. royal dwelling. Wow. And even while he was saying that, a voice came from heaven saying, you know, your kingdom has departed from you. Right. What? He's mm, lost it all. Mm. And it says that for seven years, yes. he was probably out of his mind. Wow. But then yeah. he came back at the very hour that was uh, God told him he came back. Yeah. And he said at the end, Nebuchadnezzar lifted his eyes to heaven. He said, my understanding returned to me and I blessed the most high Amen. and praised and honored him who lives forever. Mm. And he went on to praise him wow. and he recognized finally right. that, 
here's this God trying to get his attention. Mm. Yes, he may have used him as an instrument against wrongdoers. Right. Yes, he's allowed him sometimes to do things that he wanted to do that were not right, that right. were not godly. Uh-huh. But in the end, he was after his heart. Wow. That's so amazing. It's That's an amazing. amazing story of, That's a, of right. a transformation. And seeing that God is so persistent and that he wasn't giving up on him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you would think that of all people that God would choose, you know, uh, as, as a, as a, as a, as a person to send a message through. Cause you see, these dreams were not just your typical dreams when you've eaten, you know, mm-hmm. burgers and stuff, which you shouldn't uh, <laughs> for, for dinner, right? <laughs> Too much chocolate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. These were, you know, God actually sending a message to him. So these are what scripture calls, uh, prophetic dreams, yes. uh, and visions, obviously later on, they are kind of similar. So God is actually using him as a mouthpiece, as an instrument to deliver a message, but at the same time bringing him, uh, clo- uh closer, closer to himself is quite interesting. And those, those prophecies are, are very, very important for today. Oh yeah. You know, so oh, yeah. whether we're dummies or not, as far as prophecy goes, <laughs> if we can understand this, mm. Look, it shows us, you know, you mentioned before about being forced to worship. Right. Well, this may happen again. This will happen again. We're right. being forced to worship. We don't know when or how, but that is something that you and I would have to make some very big decisions about. Yeah. So you're saying this book of Daniel, of which we read the story of Nebuchadnezzar, has prophecies or uh, foretelling of future events, right, which which some of them are even unfolding, um, uh, you know. Yes, today. and through dreams, through this King Nebuchadnezzar. Wow, you know, he's, that's powerful. He's had these, he was perhaps the greatest earthly person of wow. his time. Interesting. And so God used him to share these dreams with mm. Daniel, uh, the Holy Spirit, and God told Daniel what those dreams meant. Okay. And today when we look at Daniel and Revelation, yeah. we get such an insight into the times we live in. Powerful. That's incredible. amazing. It's, it is that's incredible. Amazing. So the Bible is relevant for today. And Amen. these prophecies are, you know, I'm reminded what uh, we read in the book of Revelation that when we study and we see these things being fulfilled in, you know, in front of our very eyes, we will believe, we will be strengthened, we'll be encouraged. So, yeah, what a powerful source. So, I guess now, you know, we've been asking this question, uh, uh, you know, whether he was a bad king or a good king. But the question really, the most important question is, does God care? Did God care for Nebuchadnezzar? Does God care for you, for me? Uh, wherever you're at, you know, um, in, in life, w- what would you say to someone listening, Lindy, who has probably wrestled with that question, whether God cares? Well, it seems very clear in the Bible that God cares for everybody. Mm. He's not willing that any should perish. Wow. Uh, but King Nebuchadnezzar was a man of, you know, as we said, he was polytheist, so he had all of these gods in his life. He had all of this power wow. and authority, and he certainly wielded it often in ways that weren't God-honoring or mm-hmm. um, caring for the people. And yet God reached out to him in ways that he could understand. Interesting. God, it's not like, I I actually think that Daniel and his three friends were a witness to King Nebuchadnezzar. He saw their lives, Mm. the way they lived, the way they looked, the way they spoke, the way they were respectful. It had to be part of God reaching his heart. Would you agree? Definitely, definitely. And, uh, yeah, I, I find it to be uh, fascinating how God actually, you know, uses people um, to to really uh, uh, as instruments uh, to draw other people to Himself. And this, to to be honest, with every uh, Christian out there listening, you know, this is another constant reminder that our lives. Uh, um, a public epistle, a letter to be read by all people. What a, what a, what a challenge, but at the same time, what a privilege. Um, and so, yeah, seeing that God could work through Nebuchadnezzar, but at the same time through these other Hebrew boys, you know, the, the whole interplay is quite amazing. But I think at the heart of it, though, we see that God, uh, was, uh, wanting to actually save, uh, uh, even Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. And I think the contrast between the kings of Judah that were evil, mm. who were rebelling and not doing, so they were yeah. rebelling against authority. Right. And then the contrast with Daniel and his friends who didn't rebel against authority, right. who were very respectful and who asked permission to do what they wanted to do in a respectful way. Right. 
You know, that's a lesson for us today. We have mm. people in authority over us oh, here yeah. in our lives. We yes. have, you know, you have people at the conference office that may be in authority over you, Pastor Fabiano. So do I. All of us. We mm. have, uh, we have people in, in the council that yes. have authority. We have people in politics and right. authority. Yes. And I think it's so important for us to maintain respectful, oh, godly yeah. relationships. Definitely. We may not agree with every decision they make. That's right. But let us not put them down and be rude mm. and disrespectful and inappropriate. That's because right. Because our witness may be something that God can use, Amen. like he's used yes. for King Nebuchadnezzar, to turn his heart around and Agreed. to transform him. Definitely, definitely. And so, yeah, what a, what a story. What a powerful story. And so Nebuchadnezzar, um, uh, a king, uh, of Babylon, uh, once, uh, not a true worshiper of God, but now, uh, you know, a worshiper of the true living God. That's, that's fascinating. And so, Lindy, um, as we get closer and closer to the uh, end of our program today, I wonder, uh, whether you know, there's any other, uh, stories, uh, that we could share because obviously we still have about maybe seven minutes or so, uh, just to really emphasize, uh, this point here that, uh, really God cares, uh, for, for, for pretty much anyone. And for those who are also, uh, sending in the, um, code word to the number 04-888-80811, I want to thank you. In fact, let me quickly read, um, uh, a little bit of a paragraph here which ha- helps you to understand why this is a book that you must have. Um, we are living in an age of uncertainty. Major natural disasters in country after country and an uncertain global economy and political upheaval everywhere tells thinking persons that something major is on the horizon. You see, futurists and prophets of Every stripe fail, fail us at every truth. But God has provided help in our, in, in, in our time, in today's time of need. In fact, we are reminded in Amos chapter 3 verse 7, uh, which says, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret and, you know, or his secret counsel to his servants, the prophets. So this book, my friends, which I'm offering to you as a free giveaway, uh, this book is about understanding what those Bible prophets said, especially apocalyptic prophets, uh, such as Daniel and, um, uh, John, uh, the revelator, uh, and it is about knowing how to read those prophecies and make sense of some difficult passages in the Bible. You will learn principles of interpretation, the meaning of a number of apocalyptic symbols. Uh, so the book of Revelation won't be as scary anymore. Yes, the book of Daniel right. won't be as difficult anymore. The, you know, Daniel chapter nine will not be the, you know, the, the, the no sort to read chapter anymore. These are wonderful, you know, chapters which are there given to us by God to understand. And, uh, and you give us hints regarding major time prophecies. And so I thank those who are claiming this free giveaway because I do believe that this is a book that you must have. Once again, you're interested or you want to share it. Um, you know, the code word is is, once again, SA, as in the abbreviation for South Australia, SA126. You send that to 4 and the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details, and then we'll send that to you. Let me come back to you, uh, Lindy, uh, for closing words. Well, you know, it was entitled, Does God Care for Bad Kings? And mm. there, were, there were other kings in the book of Daniel as well, Belshazzar. Yeah. Belchazar, and there was also Darius. Mm. And it's really interesting that Darius too, um, understood that about this great God. He honored the God of Daniel. Right. He honored the God of Daniel. He's a living God and steadfast forever. His kingdom is the one which shall not be destroyed. Yeah. It's, it's not just that these men perhaps turned the words that they were speaking, Pastor Fabiano, right. were, Inspired by the Holy Spirit, I think. Mm. When King Nebuchadnezzar made those comments about he's praising God, you know, his dominion is an everlasting dominion. His kingdom is from generation to generation. Yes. I believe the Holy Spirit spoke through him when he finally understood who this great God was. Yes, he was a great king. He Mm. had this great kingdom. But 
He was nothing, really, because God was everything. That's right. And so it's such a lesson for us today. Yes, God does care for bad kings. God does care for bad people, people Mm. who aren't kings, people who are in prison, people who are struggling in life, people who've made terrible choices. And I think we've all sometimes made bad choices. Oh, yeah. God cares for Everyone. That's he right. Wants and he works hard to bring them into a loving relationship with, with him. And he uses you and I. That's right. If we allow him. Yes. To be filled with God's grace, even mm. when we come into straight paths and difficult times. Oh yes. If we have that attitude, people see it and they go, "Wow, this this person has something different in their wow. lives." Mm. Wow, that's powerful. You know, I'm reminded of uh, verses such as this from Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. The Lord your God is with you. He's mighty to deliver. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He rejoices over you with singing. What a beautiful verse. Just what about amazing. this? Exactly. And, and what about Psalms 121, verse 8? The Lord will watch over you. Coming, yes. uh, oh, sorry. The Lord will watch over your coming and you're going both now and forevermore that's or even hebrews 13 verse 5 god said never will i leave you never will i forsake you god cares and i know that there's a lot of people out there who are probably uh struggling in many ways with the issues of life and they're caught in the thicket and they're probably wondering well is there any hope is there anyone i can turn to uh, am I too bad for God? Um, you know, will God accept me? Uh, and truly, Scripture says God cares for you. He does. Mm. He does. And wow. sometimes we get prayer requests that come through, Pastor Fabiano, yes. of people who are, does God care for me? Right. You know, right, right. I, I'm trying to get a job. Or yeah. I'm struggling in this area of my life. And we yes. were able to say with with complete Abandoned that yes, he does care for you. Yes. He cares about the little things in your life and mm. he, he will do all he can to, uh, bring you into a loving relationship with him yes. so that the choices that you make, the decisions that you make, the way that you move forward in your life, mm. he will guide you if you want him to. Oh yeah. He's a gentleman. That's right. He comes Amen. knocking on the door. Yes. He's just a gentleman knocking on the door and he wants to come into you and into your heart and he wants to take over your life. What an amazing God we serve. Mm. Wow. That is, and he that does is powerful. Care yes. for bad kings. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Well, it's good to know that we serve a loving God. You know, first John 4, 8 says, God is love. It is good to know that we serve such a loving king, uh, a loving God. And, uh, yeah, that's fantastic. And he is mm. the king. He's the real yes. king. Uh, he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords, Amen. isn't he? And so, well, friends, thank you for joining us. This has been, uh, the draft time program and, uh, you know, we would like to extend a word of prayer to you all, uh, and, um, and, uh, we are thankful and grateful. In fact, you know, we continue under the same theme tomorrow, and I'll just let you know that, um, uh, Nick and, uh, Charles, um, you know, will be sharing on the topic of Babylon Falls. What does it say to us? That is the topic. Babylon Falls, and Babylon was the ancient city which Nebuchadnezzar was, uh, uh a king, and so, Babylon falls. What does uh, it says uh, to us? So yeah, I, I, I encourage you once again to tune in tomorrow. If not, you know the the recordings uh, on the Faith FM app or the Faith FM uh, website. So let us pray together. Father in heaven, we are thankful. We are grateful for the gift of life. We are thankful for your mercies which are renewed every morning. We are thankful that you care for each one of us. Oh Lord, where we are at today. It's a privilege because there are many people who are not privileged to be here today. And yes, there are many people also uh, today who are struggling, who are faced with many challenges in life and who, um, who are not in the right headspace to even, uh, um, think because they are so bombarded with so many things in life. Lord, we pray for them. Lord, we ask that your healing hand will be upon them. Lord, we pray that um, you may allow us to be a blessing to others. Father, we pray that um, that uh, the sun will rise in their hearts with healing power. Mm. Lord, we pray that uh, um, they may see your hand 
even in the midst of the difficulties of life. Lord, we pray that they may not give up, uh, but rather that they may cling on to the hand of Jesus and that they may call out to you. Father, we pray for them and we ask all this in the name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. They called him Jesus Walked the shores of Galilee Healed the sick and calmed the waters Made the blind eye to see Raised the dead and cleansed the leper Had the power to set men free But best of all, he went to Calvary Bled and died for you and me